BAM Radio Network. So I send off these fifth graders that are really ready to connect with the world, and then they go on to sixth grade and say, well, can we do this or can we do that? I think that's the power of blogging. All of a sudden, it becomes their blog. It's not just, oh, Mrs. Rick told me to do this. Welcome to Brand Ed, where we talk about how to tell the amazing stories happening in our schools. I'm Tony Sinanis. And I'm Joe Sanfilippo. Yeah, here we go again, Tony. I guess the, the guys with faces for radio have made it to a third show. They, Not bad, huh? They let us back the third time is a charm. That's all I am saying. So I know this is going to be the best one yet. I think you're right. So if we, we can't get past you know, the fact that you know we do have the face for radio and, and we got to put some content in it. Right now we have right. like the Madonna of social media with us today. So how can we not we devote the time we and, and, and we give we're, her we're, we're, the stage? We are joined by an absolute superstar today. She's uh, She blogs at Blogging Through the Fourth Dimension. She created the Global Read Aloud. She co-founded Ed Camp Madison, just had a new member of the family added, and uh, can be found on Twitter at Pernil Rip. And today, she was quoted in the New York Times. That's awesome. Congratulations. So we are very excited to have, uh, we're very excited to have Pernell uh, on the show. Pernell, wait, tell us about that quote. I was quoted in the parenting blog of the New York Times about how to get your kids motivated to go back to school. It was exciting. That's awesome. Congratulations on that there. Yeah, Smart to be quoting you. They actually called to ask if they should quote Joe, and I was like, no, no, you probably want to go with Pernell on this. And, uh, <laughs> That's right. So, you know, one of the things that we do here at Pernell is we're really trying to get out the story about some, some people that are doing great things in their classroom with telling their story they're telling the story of their classroom and telling the story of kids. And the things that you're doing with blogging and the things that you do on Twitter are just exceptional. So one of the things that we wanted to ask you about right away was, you know, why is it so important for you to tell the story of your kids and have the kids tell the story of what they're doing? Because they have a story that's worth telling. And I think that's always what I'm going to come back to is that every kid that I come across has such a unique story and has such a voice to give to the world and they have so many ideas of how they can influence and change the world. So I'm just there to facilitate that conversation and for them to have it in a safe way. I think back to my first couple of years of teaching and these kids that I came across and now looking back what blogging or Twitter or social media could have done for these kids if I just connected them to the world and maybe how it could have changed their perspective of the world. So I can't go back and change the past, but I can make sure that every kid I teach from now on has a voice to the world. You know, Pernell, I'm curious, can you talk about these, these connections that you help your kids establish, right? And they're very specific to your classroom, I would imagine. What is it like for, for kids, you know, who are coming? You teach fifth grade, right? Yep. So what is it like for them compared to their fourth grade experience? Like, how does that look for them as kids? Because I imagine it's different than what their fourth grade experience is like. Or is that pretty common in your school? How, how does that sort of play out in terms of giving them voice and letting them tell story, their story compared to um, experiences that they have in other classrooms? I think it's growing. It's a seed that's been planted. I think like in any district, you got to have people that try it and that show that it can be done and can be done in a safe way. And this is my fourth year connecting kids to the world. And so I see the you know, the waves spreading into other classrooms. Some of the fourth grade teachers at my school do Skype and do other things too. And I think it's because they know that it can be done in a safe way. I think I bombard my kids. So they come in and they're really like, wait, we do what? (laughs) And then I just make them do it. And it becomes second nature to them. And so I send off these fifth graders that are really ready to connect with the world. And then they go on to sixth grade and say, well, can we do this or can we do that? So I think it's all about building and building it within 
in your district. I think you make a really great point about connecting kids to the world. And I think it's really important that they know that they can connect to the world and they do have a voice. And the work that you're doing, especially one of the things that w- was really key to me when we were talking about uh, what you do is the blogging piece of, of what your kids do and then having the feedback come to them. Can you speak a little bit uh, to that blogging piece? Sure. I started having my students blog when I started blogging myself because I realized what it was doing for me and how it was making me more reflective and honest in how I was as a teacher and the feedback that I was getting from other people. And so I wanted to recreate that in my classroom. And I knew that I didn't want it to be a chore. I didn't want it to be homework, and I didn't want them just to be posting whatever they were doing in the classroom. So I realized that it was a sneaky way of really getting to pick their brains on what they thought about education and what they thought about me and how they would teach and and what they would do. And their honesty just never ceases to amaze me and how they put everything out there and they back up their opinions and they give me ideas and they get this urge to then go out and do something about it. And I love that. So blogging is such an essential part of my classroom. In fact, right now, this week, they're blogging about what they want in a guest teacher because we're going to be interviewing for whoever's going to be in my classroom while I'm out on maternity leave. And it was really important for me to have my kids take part in that process and to see what they wanted. So while they speak to the world, I also get a secret view into their heads, and, and that's actually part of the reason why I do it. You know, we talk so much in this day and age about standards and, and, and high-stakes testings or whatever, and I feel like you're helping them learn the skill of writing for a global audience, right? So, so how, do you, how do you go about doing that? And just out of curiosity, like where do you start the year? How do you get them to understand that this is different than, you know, writing in their writer's notebook? Or maybe it's not different. I don't know. Like, how, how do you sort of approach that? It is very different. And I think they really need to realize that what they put out there is out there. And so we talk about how being on the internet is like going to the mall. And that's a really good analogy for them. You know, what would you do at the mall? And what would you do on the internet? You know, you wouldn't talk to strangers at the mall. You wouldn't give people out your information. Okay, well, you wouldn't do that on the internet either. So we start with the safety piece first. And then we really talk about how blogging is a conversation. It is not for them to promote themselves. It's not for them to showcase their work necessarily, although they sometimes choose to do that, which is great. It's really to start a global conversation. So we act out. We do paper blogs. We leave comments for each other with post-its. And then they act out those comments with often hilarious results because they realize that, oh, this is a dead-end conversation. Like this comment such as, wow, that was an awesome post. Well, it's not going to lead to anywhere. Mm-hmm. And so it's an ongoing conversation throughout the year, and we always reevaluate. Are we still liking our blogs? Are we still, you know, connecting in the way that we want to connect? Or is it becoming a chore? Or is it, you know, just lame or, or whatever? And, and so it's an ongoing conversation in our classroom. And it needs to be something that's revered, and that's why it's not graded. It's really a reflection of how they're growing as writers throughout the year, and, and that's why my kids love it so much, and that's why they blog on their own. You know, I give them time in the classroom to blog so that it's not homework, but a lot of them choose to blog outside of school about Minecraft or books or their Christmas vacation or whatever it is that they feel like they need to share with the world. I think that's the power of blogging. All of a sudden, it becomes their blog. It's not just, oh, Mrs. Rick told me to do this. I appreciate what they're doing, and I had a chance to comment on a couple of blogs today. And the voice that they share within the context of what not only what the content that they share, but the voice that, to which that they share it with is exceptional. You, you could almost you know, see the excitement in terms of what they were writing about, what they wanted in a guest teacher, and why they wanted that in a guest teacher. And I thought one of the, one of the pieces that I thought was really interesting today as I was reading one of the blogs was 
how uh, they're looking for someone to challenge them because the challenging the, to this individual, the challenging piece was the motivating piece. And to have that put out there, you know, and a lot of kids, you know, may, may feel that way but not feel like they really want to put that out there. But to have your kids put that out there was really special. Yeah, and I think that's the trust relationship that we've built up. You know, they've given me really honest feedback. And in, instead of me yelling at them or getting upset because it wasn't what I wanted them to say or maybe they hurt my feelings, I've really taken their feedback to heart, and I think they've seen that. So now they have the courage to say how they really feel because they know that changes have occurred in our classroom because of what they said. They've seen results. And I think that's the biggest thing when we talk about giving a voice to students is not only do we have to give them a voice, but we have to listen to it as well. And we have to respect it and then we have to change it. Because if we're really going to give them a voice, then we have to do something about it. And I think that's what I preach and what I practice every single day in my class. And I think my kids know that. They know that I uh, absolutely respect whatever it is they share with me, even if I disagree. You know, Pranil, I have to just say as, as a dad and as an educator and as a leader, learner in an elementary school, I applaud you for that because that's really what it's about. We can give our kids voice in a lot of ways and we can do it on this very superficial level, but then letting them see change enacted as a result of their voice and as a result of them sharing their opinions and their perspectives is a whole other experience. And so I, I think that's, that's amazing. I mean, and I've been told that school sucks. I've been told that I hate coming to school or class is boring or this is boring. And the old Pernille would have been like, well, you suck too. Kind of, you know, just swept it away and not cared about it. And here instead, at least to me reflecting and, and going, okay, well, what can we do to change it? And I think that's the challenge aspect of my kids too. I always turn it around and saying, okay, if this is horrible, this is boring or this sucks or whatever, fifth grade term they want to use. What are we going to do to fix it? And I think that's when they go, oh, okay, I have to come up with a solution. And they like that. I like it. And I think in giving them ownership of that of that process is so important. And to be able to, to have them have the voice that they have is really, really cool. So in terms of like how you're doing that, one of the things that we like to get out to everybody is a resource that you use and somebody that you follow that also does some really great things according to, you know, in, in regards to telling the story of kids. So do you have a resource that you use that uh, that, that would benefit everybody out there? Well, obviously, Kid Blog is what we use to get our voice out there. So either EduBlogs or Kid Blogs depending on whatever you want to use it for. I think it's such a fantastic resource. Um, I just think they have an incredible product that makes blogging really easy and accessible for any teacher that wants to try it. And as far as people, I've got to give um, a shout-out to my friend Matt Ray, and he's on Twitter under Mr. Matthew Ray. He unfortunately doesn't blog very often, but when he does, it just kills me. He's a special ed teacher in New York City, and he'll write about the high-stakes testing that's happening out in New York City and how it's affecting his kids. And these blog posts are just exactly what we need in the education debate of of high-stakes testing and standardized curriculum and how it affects the kids that are some of the most vulnerable students that we have to work with and the reality of the day-to-day of working with these kids, something that affects all of us. So he would be my guy to watch, and I hope uh, me shouting him out gives him a reason to blog more (laughs) because it's really good what he does. Good. Well, hopefully we can keep that conversation going. And so, well, Pernell, thank you so much. You know, what you do for kids, not only in the, in the state of Wisconsin, but across the, for kids across the nation and, and teachers across the nation is absolutely unparalleled. And we really appreciate the time that you're taking out of your day, considering, you know, you're with a, with a newborn, that you're taking the time out of your day to come and talk to us. We really, really appreciate it. And keep doing what you do, Pernell, because you, like, set the bar 
so high in so many different ways, just, just from the work that you do with your kids, from the voice that you express in your blog, and you don't back away from standing behind your, your beliefs and your convictions. It's not just putting stuff out there, it's putting stuff out there and then standing behind it. And it's a really impressive thing to watch from a distance. And like I said earlier, I, I, I applaud and, and, and like love all the work that you're doing. So you are a must follow for everyone out there. Everyone's got to watch your work. Thank you. And we, we hope that everybody gets a chance to follow you and make sure that when people are out there doing their thing, that you never ever give up the opportunity to say something great about your school. No, exactly. I mean, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my kids in my district. They're the reason why people listen to what I say. It's because of my kids. All right, Pernil, thank, thank you, you so much for joining us today. You did a great job and we really appreciate the time. You've been listening to Brand Ed. I'm Joe Sanfilippo. And I'm Tony Zananis. Thanks for listening. This program is produced by Accretive Media for the BAM Radio Network. Thanks for listening.